UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, howling in the street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. guys welcome back to another episode of the typical skeptic podcast i have another fascinating guest for me today um this is kind of like out of my range of like i'm not really uh, know much about this subject but i'm going to try to follow along who i have with me is i have chris isone he's from is that how you pronounce your last name isone yeah yeah he's from france um he's a friend of elena denans and he uh he, he, he messaged me about putting a, together a presentation on he, SpaceX and UFOs, and, um, and it's going to be really interesting. He's an engineer, and he's interested in physics, and he's a ufologist. He's into ufology, ufology, and uh, he's going to, I want to give him a big warm welcome to the show. Chris, thank you for joining me. How are you? Fine. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Robert, for inviting me, and so uh, hi, everybody. So how do we, where, where do you want to start with this? Where, where, where should we go with this discussion? Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what got you interested in this subject? Yes, yeah, so uh, I, I started, in fact, uh, or my interest in, uh, in the UFO the domain started, uh, you would say, uh, more than 10 years ago. And uh, once I've been convinced that the UFO phenomena was uh, real, my main interest was to understand uh, the physics, in fact, the physics of UFO and uh, really understand uh, what's wrong with the current physics or why uh, scientists uh, right now are not able to to explain the the physics of UFO and to find where where uh, where is the solution in fact. And, uh, I, I started watching so, a presentation you did with uh, Dan Winter. It was you and Dan Winter on Elena Denan's channel. I found that fascinating, yeah. but it's a little bit out of my league. I really don't understand it. So I, I was hoping you could explain a lot of this stuff because it's kind yes. of like. Yes, yes, because so the interview with Dan was quite a very, very high level. So I, I've made another interview with Elena, but it, it is in French with uh, English subtitles. And it's, pure, I would say, a more, a more simple, uh, more simpler approach. Uh, but uh, uh, so I, I, I uh, I'm, I've became a friend with Elena uh, in September 2021, when she published her book, uh, so this book, uh, we will never let you down. That's because great. in in that book, in fact, uh, there is some technical data about physics, uh, physics of UFO at the end, in the so, uh, chapter at the end, uh, Elena uh, gives information that was given to her by Tohan, uh, so the pilot of the uh, the, the spaceship of uh, the Galactic Federation, and so uh, of course you know Elena. I think you have, you have interviewed her uh, 
some time ago. And uh, in fact, so the information so that she gives in, in her book matches completely the theoretical physics that I've, I've been explaining on my YouTube channel uh, since uh, 2019, in fact, because I, what I've discovered were, I discovered that physics, I would say in 2019. But uh, so it matches completely what Elena Danan says, uh, so using Torah information. And uh, I, so I could explain to Elena also the, the, the basic physics that is behind what Torand said to her. And so uh, thanks to that, so I met two, two, two interviews uh, on her channel. And uh, I was also uh, last October at Orlando. So maybe you are aware of the, the big conference that was uh, at Orlando, but I, I, I've not seen you. I was in Orlando, but I, I, I wasn't I was there. I had to work. Okay, okay. So, but so I came, I, I came to Orlando because uh, uh, Elena asked me to, to review the technical parts of her presentation about UFO physics. So, in fact, uh, a large part of her presentation at Orlando was, was about UFO physics. And uh, this part, we, we prepared this part together. And uh, a large part of her presentation was based on my videos. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know what? I find it so interesting that her, her information matches up with the information you've been able to get. It's like it really is truly gifted from the stars. Like it, it's from the from the extraterrestrials. Like they want us to know, it seems like. What yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, exactly. And in fact, even if I uh, do not have, I would say, physical contact with extraterrestrials, I really feel that I get the, the, the information. So piece per piece per piece, but at the end I got the information. And really there are so many, I would say strange things that happens to me that for sure that I, I am guided and I, I am helped by them, but I would say more by telepathy. Well, that, that's what I'd love to hear. Like before we um before we get into like the technical side of things, like can you talk about a little bit about how you might have been guided and and like messages you might have received? I would say it's more uh, so plenty of synchronicities and signs uh, and uh, and the ideas comes to me and uh, and then so I develop the ideas and and I see that it fits completely and it's so and all is simple and. And, and uh, so I really, uh, so it's pl plenty of synchronicities that guides me to, uh, on, the, on the good path, on the right path. So a download, you're getting downloads. Yes, yes, of course, I think so. That's that's amazing. But it, but it, it's really, it, it's really piece per small piece per small piece. It's uh, a lot of small steps that, uh, so it started in 2016, in fact. Uh, just uh, two weeks before, so the the incident about SpaceX that I want to explain to, because this is also so uh, at first for Orlando I helped Elena to uh, to build or to to prepare our conference our lecture, and also I've uh, I've got the opportunity or the very big chance to be invited by uh, Danny Anderson on stage to present what I will show there. Uh, so to present my work about the SpaceX explosion. So this is an incident that happened in uh, so 2016. 
maybe you remember, so this is a, a rocket uh, so built by uh, SpaceX, uh, and uh, this rocket exploded on September uh, 2016. And I, I, I bring the proof that that, shot, that rocket was shot by a UFO. I love that. I love that. I mean, but, but let me ask you this. Who shot it down? Was it a was it a good guy or a bad guy? So I, I made a lot of uh, so uh, analysis on that. And you will see that uh, so, uh, what I discover is that that UFO, when it shot a rocket, uh, it sent a message. But so uh, I, I, had, I, I had the proof that the rocket was shot by a UFO, I would say two weeks, two weeks later, two, two weeks after the incident. But I discovered, so in uh, mid-September 2016, but I discovered that it sent a message, a coded message, and that message is 777. So this is this is something unbelievable, unbelievable. And so, but I discovered that uh, six months later. What, why? Do, so, so they shot the rocket, they shot the SpaceX rocket, and then they left a message of 777, which we know well, 777 well, yes. is best, very esoteric. Yes, yes, but so the, the message is encoded in the trajectory of the UFO. So what I've decoded is the trajectory of the UFO when it shot the, the rocket, and the, tra the tra trajectory of the UFO encodes the number seven seven seven. So it is. So it is what I want to explain to 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 you, and it is what has been presented at Orlando, and uh, so. I made a lot of so some articles in, in, in France about, about so this incident, and my conclusion of this article was that because of that code, so coded message seven seven seven, I was convinced that it was good good guys or good good it is that had sent this message. It was my conclusion, okay. Uh, and, and it could not be, or uh, it couldn't be, I would say, a secret uh, human technology. Uh, or it could be a secret human technology, but uh, uh, if a company like uh, Lockheed or Boeing had that technology, I do not think that they would have encoded the message 777 in the trajectory. It's too complex, what? quite complex. What what does the message have to say to us? Like, what do you think the message? Why why do you think they say seven seven seven? And what are they trying to tell us? So uh, this so my conclusion so was that uh, this is the opposite of six six six, and uh, so when you see uh, uh, so numerology, it means that it is uh, the uh, the code the code or the number the angel angel number, but when I uh, I was interviewed by Elena. Uh, so I, I, in my second interview with Elena in uh, February last year, or last year, uh, yes, uh, February last year, yes, um, uh, I asked Elena, but do you think my my hypothesis or do you think my conclusions are correct? Do you? Uh, I I want to know. I want to know uh, which it is uh, have sent that message. And I ask Elena, could you, could you ask Tohan if uh, he can confirm or not who uh, shot the rocket? And we got the answer. So this is uh, the will, uh, will will show you. I will show you the answer at the end. 
Yeah, do you want to share your screen? You can show us like uh, this is so interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I can. So I can share. Yes, yeah, so of course. Um, so uh, one second. I oh, know. I can uh, pause this. Let me pause this until you get uh, One second. The recording. Okay. So. Uh, so I have uh, so a few uh, a few slides about that. So you see, uh, so th this is uh, so just the one image. So this is one image. So an important image, but I, I will enter more in, in details uh, right now. So uh, here we have so a, a real time video of the incident. Yeah, yeah, you can you can play it. But if I play this on YouTube, will they take it down, or will it be okay? Yeah, you can play it. Uh, no, I, 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 in fact, I, I have, I, I have plenty of video on YouTube, and they have not, uh, they, they let my video uh, on YouTube. So on my channel, I have seven video. Uh, it is, this is my seventh video uh, about the incident, and they, and they let up to now, and up to now, they, they let my, uh, they let my video. That's they good. They keep my video. Okay. Okay. So I can show. So, so this is the uh, a slow motion. This is a slow motion of the incident, and uh, check check what what happens on the the top right corner. Ah oh, no, this is this is a real time. First. Sorry, first this is a real time. Uh, oh my god, uh, this... that's insane! Oh my god, so I is... never saw that before. That's so insane, Chris. Uh, and check the sound. Check check the sound that arrives later on. Okay, I, I can. I, I was. What was I looking for there? Like, but I, I can start again. I can start again, if you want. Show me where I should be looking. Show me with your mouse. No, no. Uh, so it is in the in the slow motion. Here, you, here, you, you don't have uh, time to to see. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh my God! I didn't even know that happened. Did anybody get injured in that? Okay, so that that's a, the real time uh, video, and uh, because the sound arrives twelve seconds later, it means that the, the camera is at four kilometers, about uh, less than uh, three miles. Okay. 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 And so now have a look to the slow motion. I know slow. Uh, I have to I have to change the slide. Uh, so this is, this should, ah, yes, so, okay, you see, so this is a slow motion, uh, image per image, and have a look to that here. Okay, you see my mouse? Yeah, ah, no, sorry, you see true. my mouse here? Oh my God, okay. I see it. Okay. I see it going towards it. Okay, My so God. do you see it? Uh, and the explosion is exactly uh, when, when this object passes, okay? Do you think that was some kind of directed energy weapon? Yes, yes, so this is my conclusion, yeah. Yeah, so I can, can show it again.
So the big question is, so be, be, before the explosion, we, uh, there are some birds that, that pass uh, so, uh, on the screen, okay? So many people say, no, no, it's not, uh, it's not uh, a UFO, it's a bird, okay? So the big question is, is it a bird or is it a UFO? I would say it's a UFO. The way it's moving looks like it's a UFO. Yeah, so I have to, uh, so, but no, uh, the official the official explanation is that it's a bird. Okay, uh, so th th this is the official explanation, but, uh, and so this, uh, this uh, object has been uh, detected, in fact, uh, the 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 day or the day after or so you you see here an article so the explosion uh, took place so happened in uh, so September the first, twenty sixteen, Thursday Thursday morning. A series of video frames taken in SpaceX Falcon Nine rocket explosion on September first showed two UFOs in the vicinity. And if you guys look for the audience that's going to be watching this, if you guys look to the left, he has them circled here. The two UFOs that are in the vicinity. And then it says just before during the failed pre-launch test, these video frames are hard evidence linking the SpaceX explosion to alleged space war being fought between rival secret space programs, according to whistleblower Corey Good. But okay, and it says the space rocket was carrying a hundred and fifty million dollar satellite belonging to Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg, who was quick to tweet his disappointment. Wow, this is insanity. This is this is so wild. I didn't even know this happened. I, I didn't even know this happened. This is all news to me. Great. It's so interesting. Though. So, it's so interesting. Yeah. And, 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 and as you see, so this article was written by Dr. Michael Sala. Oh, okay. This was written by Dr. Michael Sala. Okay. Okay. And, uh, but so, uh, and for people who was following the, the, the incident, so that there were a lot of discussions. So I, uh, on my YouTube channel or on my uh, Facebook page, there was a lot of uh, discussion, but I would say 90% 90, 90 of people was uh, saying that, no, no, it's not a UFO, it's a bird. And so it was very difficult to, to come with good uh, arguments to, to explain to them, no, no, it's not possible, it's, it's not a bird, it's a UFO for sure. Uh, and so it is what, what uh, I, I've been able to demonstrate. By the uh, by determining, I I, I, I have found the, the trajectory of that UFO by uh, some quite uh, so, so a, a few uh, I would say hints. I don't know the good term in in English uh, that helped me to 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 determine the, the trajectory in Sweden. Oh, can we go over that? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so here is all the, so I, 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 on my YouTube channel, there are uh, a few videos that explain so how to build the Excel sheet uh, from so the, the old image. So I, uh, I have plenty of videos. So on my YouTube channel, Chris Lesson, uh, Science Interdite, which means uh, forgot, uh, Forbidden Science. And also I have another, uh, another channel on Odyssey, uh, because my very first channel was uh, deleted by YouTube, not not because of that incident, but uh, because of some uh, politi uh, U.S. politics that I I was uh, uh, giving on my uh, on my YouTube channel, and so that was not 
didn't please the YouTube. So they have uh, um, my original channel was named uh, Chrisesson uh, Forbidden Knowledge, and uh, it uh, now it's a purely science. Yeah. And uh, so been able uh, so you, you see in fact so the, the how I've been able to to build uh, this uh, the, the trajectory of the UFO in uh, in 3D uh, when uh, when it happens Elon Musk uh, sent a message on the internet uh, to ask for some for people who had some information to give to send information to him and to SpaceX okay Mm -hmm. And uh, I had decoded uh, the, the trajectory uh, so in the in the coming days, coming weeks. So, so by mid mid September, I had decoded the trajectory. So I sent my information to Elon Musk and to SpaceX. That's so interesting. Like, uh, I, I, this is all like I, I don't understand the the, the the hypothesis, but like, how does it work? Like. Yeah, so yeah, so how I've been able to decode because Elon Musk was asking for some people who had uh, a, a video from another view angle to to build the trajectory in Sweden. But in fact, I've been able to build the trajectory in Sweden only uh, thanks to this hypothesis. So my my hypothesis was that so the the object passes in a, a quarter of a second. So it's a quarter, only a quarter of a second. To, to, to go uh, across the screen. And uh, my hypothesis was that this object has a constant speed. So it's a constant speed. So this is the equation of the constant speed. So the, the square of the of the speed is constant, but it means the, the, the coordinates uh, x uh, so of the speed in the three uh, direction, x, y, z, uh, is constant, okay? And that, that, that only, uh, so that, Help me to 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 build the trajectory. That's so interesting. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, and and so so here here so the 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 chart the chart here so in uh, in blue this is the top view the top view uh, so the the, the the rocket is here at coordinate zero zero and so you have the trajectory of the UFO uh, so it 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 starts here. And so go uh, goes close to the rocket and then goes away. Okay, and shots shots uh, here when it is here. Okay, yes. And you you see that here. What is very interesting? It's uh, uh, the distance the, the the distance when it. Yes, uh, uh, yes. I had the mouse on the wrong screen. So on the right, so this is in blue. So the trajectory of the of the UFO uh, here. And the rocket is here at coordinate zero zero. Okay. Okay. And the the, the distance when so here you have the, the number here uh, are the distance or the the depth the depth uh, in in Z or the, the depth of the UFO. So here it is at one hundred meters. Here it is at one hundred meters from the from the rocket. Okay. Precisely one hundred zero zero. That's so interesting. Um, so it, it it goes within what, a quarter of a second. You're saying, yes, yes, uh, and and so what what I found is that there are so many mathematical properties in the trajectory. So this distance one hundred uh, exactly precisely one hundred zero zero meters 
as a distance. And so, and many other many other figures show that it, there are so many mathematical properties that it cannot be a bird. It's necessarily an intelligent object that uh, uh, passed uh, and shot the, the, the rocket. Uh, and the, the the most important property uh, that I have found uh, is uh, uh, here. So this is. This is here. You have the angular velocity of the, the UFO when it when it uh, so uh, along its trajectory. Uh, you have the uh, what's it called? The angular velocity is the speed at which you take a turn. Okay. Yeah. And the angular velocity when it fires a rocket is precisely one uh, zero zero radian per second. And this cannot be a bird that would have that uh, that characteristic of one radian per second because this is a very very important uh, it, it it brings very very important mathematical uh, characteristics and this is the and this is why there is uh, that code that is encoded the code seven 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 we'll see how it is encoded okay. in fact. Because here, here, so you have we have a few uh, a, a, a few math here. So this is the acceleration. Uh, so here you have the acceleration. Here it is it is a radius or, cur or curvature of the trajectory, and here it is the angular velocity uh, when it, it takes the, the turn. And here you have the speed, and uh, here again the angular velocity, and. Here you see, in fact, in that curve, here you see in in, uh, in brown, uh, sorry, in, in, in brown here, so I, I, had the, the, I had the mouse on the wrong screen. So here you have the acceleration, here you have the, the radius of curvature, and here the uh, angular velocity, and here the speed, and the angular velocity again. But what is very important is that the angular velocity here is precisely one zero zero radian per second. Okay, so it means that this this term here, so that looks like a, a W, but it's a, the Greek Greek letter omega equals one. Okay. Okay. And when this you see in that formula, when omega equals one, acceleration equals radius equals speed. Because you set you set one in the equation here. Yes. Okay. You see. Yes, uh, and so it's a very, very important mathematical property, and the value we we obtain for the for these three terms, the acceleration, the radius, and the speed, is seven seven seven. Wow, that's amazing. That, that's, that's okay. Fascinating. Okay, so so it could, it could not be a, a bird. A bird cannot do that. It's not possible. Yeah. Okay, and so. Uh, uh, so, uh, so I, I, I've take, taken into account all the uh, this the probability of this amazing mathematical proprietary uh, characteristics, I would say. And when you take into account all these mathematical characteristics, the probability that it's completely random and uh, and obtained with a bird, you see, so the, the probability that it's a bird is one over one million. 
That's amazing. That's that's uh, so it, it definitely wasn't a bird. It was more. It was more likely a UFO. You're proving that. Right. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it is what I call a smart object that uh, was there to shot the, the to shot the, the the rocket for sure. So the probability, if the probability that it's a random object is one over one million. It means that the probability that it's not a random object and that this object is there to shot the rocket is 99.9999%. Wow. Wow. That's that's okay. huge. Yes, yes. So, so this is what this is what has been presented uh, at the Orlando conference. And, and and so and you'll see the and you'll see so the, the explanation. I said that we asked I asked Elena. To, to to confirm uh, or through Torhan to confirm what uh, who who uh, who has sent that you for and you'll see it's amazing amazing so here so the speed is uh, seven 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 acceleration is seven 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 meters per square second and radius of curvature is seven 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 meters and the elevation is about seventy seven meters. Wow. Why, why, why all the, the, the significance with the sevens? Why do you think they were trying to show us sevens? So this is a, so this is next slide. <laughs> this, this is the next slide. Okay. Okay. So I asked, I asked, so in uh, last February, when I was interviewed on our channel, I asked her uh, because I was presenting that. Uh, and I asked her, so can you confirm? So, uh, so it was a, a Thursday evening. Uh, and uh, she sent uh, the question to Torhan on the Friday. And on uh, the Friday, she confirmed to me that Torhan had uh, received the question. Okay. Mm-hmm. But she said to me that Torhan is not allowed to, to give information. He has, he has to query for the authorization to, to give the information or to give the answer. Okay. And, and and we get we get the answer on the Sunday. So two days later, we 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 got the answer, but the answer did not came did not come from Torhan. So I don't know if you are aware of who is Annex. Uh, so uh, in the with Annex, no, no. So in the galaxy. So what what explains Elena is that uh, in the galaxy. So there are plenty of ET races. And so you have uh, you have some bad ETs and some go- and some good ETs, and so the the good ETs are grouped, I would say, in what we call the Galactic Federation. Okay. Okay. So these are the the, the Galactic Federation is the I would say the gathering of the good ETs. But besides that, so you have you have of course the bad ETs. So they are in the so the uh, Orion uh, Empire. Uh, and you have the Dwarkos and so on. So you have several, several uh, groups of badities. But besides all of that, you have also at the top level of the galaxy, a council of five. I don't know if you have heard about that. Yes, yes, I've talked to Elena about that. The council of five and the, okay. it used to be the council of nine, but now it's the council of five, right? Yes, exactly. There were nine at the nine races at the beginning, and now so there are five races, and so it's a council of five. So with five, uh, would say members, and Anax is one of these five members. 
Okay. And my understanding is that Anax is, in fact, I would say, the spiritual, uh, Elena's spiritual father. Okay. 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 And so the answer came, <clears throat> came from Anax. So seven, this is, seven, seven is the number of the high law of cosmic order. It was a message from the Galactic Federation that the order had been violated. Yes, it was one of their drones sent by a combat mothership on September 1, 2016, because an agreement was not respected on your part. That lesson was learned. Wow, that's huge. Yes, I think so. I, I do think so, yeah. That's amazing. Like, so, um, so what, what had been violated? Something that the SpaceX did that they, they violated? Yes, some... yes, we think, we think that uh, the payload of that uh, rocket was not really good. Uh, I don't know if it was not good for humanity or was not good for uh, uh, ETs. Was it a uh, direct energy weapon uh, directed towards Earth or directed towards uh, ETs? We don't know. But we suspect that it was a weapon, a bad weapon. Oh, wow. That's huge. And they took it out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's amazing. That's a, this is such amazing stuff. So um, so then what? what uh, but, but... So here, so th th there are not so many clues that UFO exist because they are always, uh, we always say, no, we don't know, uh, and so on, or maybe it's light in the sky, we have no proof, and so on. But here, we really have a very, very big proof. Yes, yes, I would say that this is this is a lot of proof. Like, it's, it's. I mean, you have the frame-by-frame -frame video that, like, that that was that that I mean, but I'm just trying to think of what kind of energy weapon they might have used, like because you don't see a laser coming from that UFO or anything, but it it does blow yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. But so I was thinking maybe yeah. some kind of energy weapon. Yes, exactly. So you you don't really need uh, the 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 ray the laser beam to be visible. It can it can be in a higher frequency, so it is not visible at all. Yeah. Like a gamma rays, for instance, so it's uh, not a big deal. Yeah, it's it's nothing to them. They do this all the time, probably, right? Yeah, that's that's amazing. Now, I, what I was thinking was, um, do you think that this is um, like Michael Sala said, like the, it's about like secret space programs fighting each other? Because um, there was I, when I hear Corey Good's name, I I kind of like I went around because people were saying stuff about Corey Good recently, but taking him out of the equation, like, you know, this yeah. is still a battle between secret space programs, right? So it, it could be secret space program, uh, uh, so built by humans, but because of this code that has been encoded in the trajectory 777, and it is so complex to encode, it, to encode that, uh, we, we, we could understand that some competitors of uh, Elon Musk or SpaceX could have shot the, the rocket, but so if they succeed, I think they, they would be very happy. But uh, sending, in addition, encoding that message 777, there is no real reason for a human company to encode the message. Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. Um, 
do, do we have any more slides or is, is that it? So that, that's it for the SpaceX. That's it for SpaceX uh, incident. Do you want to get into a little bit about the physics of UFOs? If we, I mean, let me see how much time. Yes. We have. Yes. Uh, yes. How long do we have? Well, we it's only three. It's only uh, we 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 have a half hour. We can we can we have time. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I uh, switch on the presentation. This is awesome. Thank you. By the way, I, I, I can't believe that SpaceX incident happened. Wow, that's so. Uh, that's so. Uh, that's so. Wow. Like it's it's. Uh, it's here. Let me pause this while we're pulling up your slide. Okay. Okay. So I, I said that. Um, so this incident happened in uh, July, uh, September twenty sixteen, and it. Uh, uh, I uh, it is at the same time I was very uh, involved in understanding so physics and I had just published so it was my second video in fact uh, on YouTube uh, about uh, UFO physics and uh, I, I had just uh, discovered that Nikola Tesla uh, had uh, had discovered anti gravity or uh, there are a, a lot of I would say. Uh, uh, information that, that, that let me uh, think that Tesla had discovered anti-gravity. And so all my work since that uh, starting from that time was to understand what Nikola Tesla had found, That's had really cool. found, because no, very few people, or I would say that nobody had really understood what Nikola Tesla had found. And I, I have found again that. What, what, what is it that he found? Uh, so I will I will explain to you right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. This is so this is so interesting. Yeah. So so I I, I start. So okay. So so uh, be, so before Nikola Tesla. So up, up to now, I would say that in in current physics uh, based on Einstein physics, everybody uh, thinks that uh, vacuum is completely empty. So this is uh, what we have been taught since Einstein, that vacuum is empty, okay? Okay. Completely empty. And uh, so here, just so, uh, so the, uh, before Nikola Tesla, you had another very important physicist. Uh, so um, James Clerk Maxwell. So he is a guy who, uh, I would say, has uh, invented the theory of electromagnetism. Okay? Okay. Uh, so the, all, the, all the theory of electromagnetism is based on uh, James Clerk Maxwell theory. And so the very last, so here you have the, the very last sentence of his uh, treatise. So here you see it's uh, his uh, treatise of electricity and magnetism. So this is dated uh, 1873. So this is, a, 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 I would say, a, a monument of physics. Uh, and it's uh, more than, uh, you see, uh, 866 pages. And here you have the conclusion. So can you read it? Because um, my, my French accent is not so good. <laughs> Should I just read the part in red? Yes, yes. 
it says, hence, all these theories lead to the conception of a medium in which propagation takes place. And if we admit this medium as a hypothesis, I think it's ought to occupy a prominent place in our investigations, and that we ought to this endeavor to construct a mental representation of all the details of its action. And this has been my contrast to aim this treatise. And so what it means is that all these treaties of electromagnetism is based on what what builds the vacuum, the ether. Okay. So it is with the medium. The medium here that is refers to is the heater. The heater is what builds space. Okay. Yeah. And and Einstein has deleted the heater in the in his theory. In general relativity, there is no more heater. But all. The electromagnetism is based on ether. So there is a really a big mismatch between the electrophysics of electromagnetism and uh, Einstein physics. And this is the reason why scientists right now cannot explain how a UFO works, because all our science is based on Einstein physics that has uh, discarded the ether. Let me see. And this is uh, Nikola Tesla, and it says, I returned to this country in 1892, eager to devote myself to the subject of predilection on my thoughts, the study of the universe. During this succeeding two years of intense concentration, I was fortunate enough to make two far-reaching discoveries. The first was dynamic theory of gravity, which I have worked out in the details and hope to give to the world very soon. It explains the causes of this force and the motions heavily bodies under its influence so satisfactory that it will put an end to idle speculations on false conceptions as of curved space. Only the existence of a field of force can account for them and his assumption dispenses of space curvature. All this literature on the subject is futile and destined to oblivion. So are all the attempts to explain the workings of the universe without recognizing the existence of the ether and its indispensable function that plays in the phenomena the second discovery was the physical truth of the greatest importance, that there is no energy and matter other than that received from the environment. Nikola Tesla, July 1937. Yes. Wow, that's so this amazing. Is a very, this is a very, very important statement by Nikola Tesla that he, so he gave lecture, uh, so at the, at the end of his life, he gave lecture only once a year the day of his anniversary on July 10, okay? Yeah. And so he, he gave that uh, statement in uh, so 1937 when he was 81 years old. And he, he declares that he had understood gravity in 1892, 1893. Wow, that, that far back. Do you think the government knew about it or the, the governments of the world? Yes, knew about of course. Because they, yeah, they so took this his all... files, remember? They took when when Tesla five died, they took his files. Yes, yes. So this is all the information that is still secret in the Tesla files. So the FBI, I would say, published or released some one file. But this is not the most important file that they have they have disclosed. So the, the most important file is still. Uh, 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 I would say uh, uh, secret. Yeah, in the vault. Okay. Okay. And so, so here, so Tesla says that 
curvature of space is nonsense. So he says that all Einstein physics is nonsense. This is very, very important. Okay, why, why is when, it, what does it mean? When he says that uh, it will put an end uh, to idle, specific, idle speculations and false conceptions as that of curved space. So this is uh, a direct strike to Einstein physics. Okay. All, all literature, so he, he talks about general relativity. All literature on this subject is futile and destined to oblivion. All Einstein physics is destined to oblivion. To oblivion. This is so great, so so huge, and I've understood. So, at the at the very beginning, I, I couldn't understand what he what he was saying. Uh, uh, I, I but I have understood what he, he, he what is what he was saying because I've I've rediscovered his physics and the equations that are behind that physics, and that that say at the end the same thing that Einstein, but with the ether. And, and with and with that physics, we can very simply explain how a UFO works. How it's so simple. Yeah, I'd love to know. It's that. so simple. Yeah. So, and and so when I discovered that, so when I discovered that in fact vacuum is full, so we have to understand that vacuum is not empty. Vacuum is full, and it's we it's exactly uh, uh, we are in a fluid. We are in in the fluid of vacuum, uh, and we need to understand that. And when uh, when I discovered that, uh, I was wondering, but uh, am I the very first one to rediscover that? And in fact, I, I have found quite recently, I would say, very two two very interesting uh, books. Uh, so after I rediscovered Hitler, so I, I searched for books about Hitler, and so th these very these are two very interesting books that confirm that. Uh, Einstein physics is on the on the is on the wrong path. Okay. But these are these are very two very interesting books. Okay. Okay. And uh, so now so the very big question is how okay how does it work uh, how how do they do to uh, hover uh, uh, in space and in fact you see the the, the goal uh, you have here so here you have a UFO. And so here you have the, the formula of the weight of a UFO. I don't know if you you are familiar with this with this formula. No. The weight of the, of the UFO. This is the mass. Mass times gravity is the force that uh, pushes down to the ground. Okay. Okay. So this is our weight. This is our weight. Our weight is a force that pushes us to the ground, and this is the mass times gravity. Okay. Okay. So uh, so everybody fights. Uh, yeah. So uh, as the as this force that maintains uh, itself on the ground. Okay. And so the goal the goal is to compensate that force. Okay. So either by another force that will compensate that force to uh, to cancel to cancel and to to have the UFO over uh, in the sky. Okay. Okay. This is the first possibility. But if we want to cancel that force, m mass times gravity, we could also cancel the mass. If mass is zero, that force becomes zero. 
Okay. If the if the mass is equal to zero, the force the force uh, mass times gravity is zero. You understand? Yes. Yes. But also, if gravity, if you have, if, if you arrive to cancel gravity, let's say gravity equals zero, the force here, your weight, becomes zero. Okay. Okay. And what what I understood and what what is, I would say, uh, extraordinary, is that a UFO does the three the three the three uh, uh, things at the same time. At the same time, so a UFO uh, cancels its, its mass, cancels gravity, and also adds an, uh, an additional force for propulsion. Okay, I'm trying to follow. This is all like um, different languages to me because I I don't understand physics that well. But I'm trying to understand it. Like, uh, but sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So 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 what what we and uh, uh, so how is it possible? So the very first thing is to to cancel gravity, uh, but in order in order to be able to to cancel gravity. We first need to understand what is gravity, okay? Uh, and up to now, nobody understands what is gravity. And I've understood so what what, what uh, I've understood what, what is gravity thanks to Nikola Tesla's statement. And in fact, it's very simple. It, it's very simple because I have said so. There is the ether, the ether that fills space. So we are we are in a fluid, but it's a super fluid. Uh, do you know, for instance, uh, the uh, like the air? Yeah, so you have the air around us. Yeah. But uh, the air, in fact, we don't really feel it. We feel it uh, only when it's very cold or very hot, uh, or when there is wind. So we feel we feel the air when it's cold or when there is some wind. Yeah. But uh, the heater, we cannot feel it because it's a super fluid. And a super fluid uh, uh, cannot uh, has no heat and has no viscosity, so you cannot uh, you cannot feel the, the wind on on your body because there is no viscosity. But it's a super fluid. Okay. Uh, but but we are we are in that fluid, but we don't know it. We don't know. Okay. Okay. And and so what uh, we need to understand that gravity, in fact, the uh, uh, Gravity is an heater wind that goes uh, from the top to bottom. So a matter, what we, what we have to understand is that the, the Earth, for example, the Earth uh, sucks the heater. And so you have a very big wind that goes from the top to the bottom. And this is gravity. OK. OK, so it, oh. gravity is an heater wind. It's very simple. and. Uh, what the UFO does, the UFO will create a vortex. The UFO will create a vortex, an heater vortex, like a tornado. The, the UFO creates a, an, a tornado of heater just around its hull. Okay? And if the UFO is able to create a tornado around its hull, like a big tornado in the, in the Atlantic and so on, so you have uh, so the, the gravity, the heater streams that comes from the top, 
the ether streams cannot penetrate the tornado. Okay. Okay. And so the ether stream that comes from the top has to, to go around to, to go around the tornado. Okay. And so this is the way, this is the way gravity is cancelled because the UFO is not is no more in the gravity stream. It's very simple. It's so interesting. It's it's hard for me is to it clear out. for you. Is, is, is it clear for you? So that uh, so when, yeah. when once you have that, so it, it it's an I would say uh, a, a gravity shield. So the the heat the heater vortex around the uh, the UFO is shielding the gravity stream that comes from the top. Okay. Uh, and so there is no more gravity. So the, the UFO hovers and floats uh, because it's, it's like when you are in a river. Uh, but he, he, so normally in a river, you are pushed by the, the, the current. So here, the UFO builds that uh, that shields around it, and so it, it cannot be. It is no more pushed by the the gravity stream. Okay. Okay, and there, and there is a I would say a magic effect, and that uh, that is coupled with the that cancellation of gravity, because you have plenty of testimonies that says the UFO was moving as if it had no more mass. I don't know if you are a little bit aware of that. So they, they say that the UFO has no inertia and so it is able to accelerate very like, quickly. And just like, I, I don't know if you ever heard this, but like when a UFO hits the water, um, when it when it go, like when they've seen when people have seen these UFOs hit water, they they go into the water and they go seamlessly. Like they they and, and I've heard that's because they have like a force field around them that enables them to go from the yeah. air to the water yeah. like seamlessly. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Uh, so no 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 precisely. It's more when the UFO accelerates, when the UFO accelerates or decelerates, it's uh, so quick that it can or it can take uh, some turns 19 degree turns very very quickly so yeah. it means that it has no because it has no more mass it has no mass okay and and also uh it uh, we also need to understand why uh, people inside the ufo uh, can uh, uh, do not die in the ufo because if you have so huge acceleration you should you could not normally stand uh, such uh, acceleration because it's too much and nobody understand how is it possible but in fact it's very simple it's very very simple what 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 is it though what is it doing like is it yeah so so the, so the very first thing is that uh, mass is cancelled because uh, again current physics current physics is not able to explain what is mass uh, and so now they are speaking ab about the X boson. So there are new concepts we nobody understand, but it's very simple. We need that, and we just need to understand that mass, in fact, is the the, re the resistance to acceleration uh, in the ether. Let's say, for instance, uh, when you are you have uh, so you are you are in a car, 
And uh, so you want to go very quickly uh, in the air. If you, your car uh, has, a, has a bad aerodynamics, you will have uh, so a lot of difficulty to go very quickly uh, to, to, to have a very high speed because of the aerodynamics of the car. Okay. Okay. And so, so you, you can, so you can give a, a number to this aerodynamics. So, so the, the lower, the better, uh, to, to be, uh, to, so like, uh, if you compare, uh, um, a racing car to, uh, to a truck. So, okay. They don't have the same aerodynamics. Okay, and so the, so the mass is exactly the same thing. This is the aerodynamic coefficient in the ether. Okay. And because, so uh, if you are in a vortex, so if you are in this vortex, if you are protected, shielded, if you are shielded in that vortex, in fact, the gravity stream uh, so cannot cross anymore the, the UFO. So you have no 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 resistance to uh, uh, to accelerate in the ether because the uh, the, the gravity streams uh, goes uh, alongside the UFO. So it means that because you have no more resistance to accelerate in the ether, you have no more mass. Okay. So this is a this is a quite a, a very I would say basic physics. To say. Uh, this is very simple physics. And and then what, what they do uh, to 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 because when you cancel gravity and when you cancel mass, the UFO is only floating. The the UFO is only hovering and floating, but the UFO do not accelerate. Okay. Okay. So now we, we, we need you need you need to add propulsion to, to move. And then and okay. that, that that makes it get fly in the air and without gravity. Yes, yeah, so so you, you first the UFO has cancels gravity and mass. So the UFO is overing and has uh, uh, no inertia. And if the UFO is able to, to have a small push, I would say, to, to have an additional push to go upwards, because the UFO has no more mass, it will accelerate a lot because it has no mass. Yeah. And, and what the UFO does, it's like a surfer uh, on, on, on the, at the, the beach in a wave, but the I UFO- used I used to surf, I'm, I'm familiar. Okay, okay, great. So. What the, U, the UFO does, in fact, the UFO is changing the pressure uh, around its hull. So by decreasing the pressure uh, 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 upside uh, uh, and uh, by uh, maybe increasing pressure downside. But I think it's more decreasing the pressure uh, at the top. And if you decrease the pressure here, you create like a wave. Okay. So the UFO is creating its own ether wave. And That's it's it. Kind of riding that wave. I Just guess. okay. Sorry. It's kind of riding that wave. It's creating its own wave. And yes, 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 yes. So the the UFO is riding its own wave. This this is uh, this is it. So the the UFO constantly is changing the pressure at the top of the earth, and it's riding its own wave. That's it. 
that's interesting. See, I don't know physics that well, but I, I can relate to some stuff. I, I'm, but I get lost when sometimes when it comes to physics. I'm like, I'm very, 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 um, I'm very ignorant when it comes to physics, but I'm trying to follow along. Sorry. Yeah, but this is interesting. But it, it's, it's, very, it's very simple. So you have, you have some pressure here, you have a lower pressure at the top. So you, are, you create your own wind and you are pushed by your, your own wind or your own wave. That's it. Oh, okay. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, because the wind, the wind is a difference of pressure between the hot air and the cold air. That's it. Uh, and uh, so here, the UFO is creating its own wind, its own wave. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, and so you have you have the here uh, how in fact how in fact the the theoretical principles of what the UFO should do. To, to fly and then what explain Elena in in her book uh, so I can stop sharing okay so in this book so Elena explained uh, then so the, that to create uh, so to create the ether vortex or the shielding the gravity shielding they are using uh, mercury uh, mer uh, toroid, mercury toroids so the mercury toroids is used to, to create the, the, the ether vortex around the Earth because the, the mercury the mercury toroid will drive the ether and so uh, the, the, the mercury uh, helps to drive the ether in a vortex. You okay. see? So the goal of the mercury toroid is to create the vortex that creates the shielding. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay? Yeah. Okay? And so, so this is this is the goal of the mercury toroid, just creating the the the, the vortex uh, that that shields uh, uh, against the gravity, and so the propulsion, what is explained in our book too, and it's like another uh, so secret uh, space uh, device which is called the flux liner that was presented uh, so some time ago uh, at a conference with uh, Stephen Greer. So the flex liner is using so uh, capacitors, very uh, very big capacitors, and so this is with this capacitor that you inject uh, electric pulse in the capacitor, and the electric pulse in the capacitor will create will change the pressure. So the, okay. this change the heater pressure. So you send very high electric pulse in the capacitor, and you change the heater pressure below the capacitor. So this is the way the propulsion works. Cool. That's it. That's interesting. That's so interesting. Like I, I've always wondered how a UFO, like, um, and and what again, like I think what's so interesting about this is what your research backs up what she says in her book. So it's it's very interesting that like uh, how she. It seems like it it all comes from the. And let me just finish up by saying this: Do you think the ETs want us to know this information now? You think it's all coming out like they want us to? You think they want? Yes, of course. Well, uh, so it depends on which ET ways you mean. So the ways do, do not want that, but the Galactic Federation of Worlds, yes, of course, they want us to know. Uh, and clearly, this information, uh, 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 this is the information that all physicists are trying to understand. And I really feel, I, I really have the feeling that this information has been sent to me. 
I, I do. I know. I can't wait to promote this because I, I want to get your theories out there to the public and, uh, you know, and, and maybe people can learn from this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on my YouTube channel, uh, Chris Esson Science Interdit, so Chris Esson, uh, you have uh, so a playlist. So my channel is organized with playlists. And so you have a playlist about physics and gravity. And uh, a lot of them have uh, English subtitles. Oh, that's great. And then what about if anybody else wants to, if, 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 if anybody wants to contact you, do you want to be contacted uh, if, if someone wants to get a yes, hold? Yes, yes. It, 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 so in the description of the video, yeah, there is my uh, email, uh, so chrisesson0 at gmail.com. Oh, that's, that's awesome. The email is given, the email is given in, my, in the description of the video, yeah. Well, uh, I want to thank you for sharing your, your wisdom today with us, and uh, I'll send you a link when I post this, and this was so interesting. The SpaceX, the SpaceX thing blew me away. That, that information blew me away. That's amazing. So yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to share this. And uh, I'll, it was very nice to meet you. We'll have to talk again soon. Thank you. Okay, great. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, thank you for giving this uh, the opportunity to, to share my work. No problem. Uh, anytime. And uh, I'll talk to you soon, Chris. Have a good day. Thanks a lot, Robert. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay, let me pause this or stop.